As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 15th. Michael Beller and DVR here with you to talk through some Week 15 Survivor options. And Week 15, plenty of Survivor pools are often done at this point of the season DVR. But we've talked a few times along the way here about how this has been a calmer Survivor season than many are, if not most. And so I think that we're probably got a good amount of listeners still interested, still alive in Survivor pools because it's just been that sort of year here. Yeah, hopefully they've been able to follow you more than me in the <laughs> weeks where the, you know, the Bengals, the Eagles, and the Vikings have let me down as a one true picks on this show. Having three strikes at this point in the season is very frustrating. Uh, but it has been, I think, an easier year than usual. We've got two teams still left in the pentathlon contest, and I set it up where starting in week 15, you have to make two selections. So I think that will probably mm-hmm. move things along and get us a winner here. Maybe within the next two weeks. I'm optimistic that by week 16, the pentathlon survivor pool will have a clear winner. Yeah, I like stepping that up to two picks. And obviously in larger pools, you have to, right? If, you, if you're talking about some of these monster survivor pools, you have no choice but to make it a two-pick-a-week uh, sort of contest by like probably week 10, 11, or else you're just you're begging for a tie. Uh, so that's always fun. I think it's fun to get those involved and definitely harder to make it through once you have the two picks rather than the one. You and I, of course, are just making one pick a week. That's still where most survivor pools are, and I get to reference my survivor pool that I'm still alive in. That's a one-pick-a-week thing. All seven of us from last week advanced to week 15. So uh, I'm actually going to have to make a different pick in that pool than I am in this pool because I didn't follow exactly the same path in those two pools. But uh, it's fun to still be alive in in a survivor pool for some real money out there for us. Let's take a look at this week 15 slate here. DVR, some very popular picks for uh, survivor people this week. Cardinals over Lions over on Yahoo, 36.7% used. Dolphins over Jets, 28.3%. Niners over Falcons, 146 Bills over Panthers at 14.2, Cowboys over Giants at 10.3, and then you've got a smattering of teams in the 1-2-3% range. So those five, Cardinals, Dolphins, Niners, Bills, and Cowboys, by far the five most popular selections. Both of us have teams among that group available to us on this pool that we run here, DVR. Are you going 
with one of those five teams for your one true pick. Yeah, the only team I have left from that group in this particular exercise is the Dolphins over the Jets. I think it's just that the Jets are awful. But ever since Tuatunga Vailoa has returned, this Dolphins team has looked a lot different. I mean, after that miserable start, they have turned things around in a big way. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're a credible playoff team, but they're at least close to a league average sort of team, maybe on both sides. And the Jets are like a bottom three team seemingly all over or near that, at least a bottom five team. So this to me is just, it's my only option of these good options, I would call them, or the popular options. Mm-hmm. I, it, it all rests on just the Dolphins being healthy at the end of the week. I guess we got to be careful with the COVID outbreaks that are happening all over the league right now as far as right. figuring out who's in and who's out. And I think that's the one sort of extra variable that we have right now that could lead you to want to change something last minute. But as things stand here, Wednesday afternoon, I'm very comfortable with the Dolphins in that spot over the Jets here in Week 15. As you should be. Uh, there's really no reason to argue against this. The Jets the Jets just look terrible. They are the worst run defense in the NFL. They cannot do anything offensively. Zach Wilson looks totally in over his head, which, you know, rookie quarterbacks, that's going to be the case for a lot of them, especially ones who are on bad teams. But he's taking this to a whole new level, and I think the Jets, you know, privately would maybe admit now that, eh, you know, maybe we should have taken a longer look at Justin Fields or Mac Jones or one of these guys who we passed on to take – Zach Wilson because he just does not look the part whatsoever and really hasn't even given us a flash here or there. So there's really no reason to argue against the Dolphins uh, in this instance, and it's probably the last good chance to use the Dolphins as well. That's not true of some of these other very good teams. I mean, if you've waited this long and you still have the Cardinals available, you're probably going to have another chance to use them. The Bills, the Cowboys, there are chances still, even though we're only talking about a couple more weeks beyond this one. There are definitely going to be opportunities to use those teams. The Dolphins, not so much. Definitely your last best chance to use them. So I really can't argue against it. They are a team that I have available as well in our pool here. Uh, I am not going with them, however, because I do think that something that we have to think about when you get this deep in survivor pools is that any week could be the week. We talked about it last week. Any week could be the week. All it takes is one upset and for you to not be on that upset and you are in good position. So that's why I go with the Dallas Cowboys. I have the Cowboys. I have the Giants. I have the 49ers available in our pool here, and I like all three of them. If I'm just picking for this week and this week only, and I'm not necessarily thinking about what's coming up down the road, I rank those three Cowboys, Niners, Dolphins. And it's really nothing against the Dolphins here. I just think that the Cowboys and Niners are you know, both very good teams. If the Cowboys are a legitimate Super Bowl contender, I think the 49ers are probably a legitimate Super Bowl contender. We'll see how things go for them the next couple of weeks. But separating themselves in that NFC playoff race the Giants are dreadful. This is a bad team. Daniel Jones is not going to play in this game. We're talking about Mike Lennon getting another start. This is now two straight games the Giants have played without Daniel Jones. This will be the third, and I mean, they they can't do anything offensively without Daniel Jones. And so, even though this is a road divisional game, that's sort of one of the you know uh, no nos in Survivor, something you try to avoid. Just one of the tenets of Survivor pools. That's really looking for a reason to not take the Cowboys, and I think there are just so many other reasons to take the Cowboys with what this Giants defense has showed us just getting carved up by the, the Chargers last week. I don't really see anything standing in the way of Dak Prescott and company doing something similar to what Justin Herbert and his boys did to this Giants defense a week ago. Like the Cowboys quite a bit in this one. Ten and a half point favorites. I think they cover that spread. I think they win it comfortably. They're going to be my one true pick here. 
Yeah, they deserve to be 10.5-point favorites. And just by comparison, the Dolphins sitting at 9.5-point home favorites. So very comparable just in terms of expectations in that regard. And I do think having some added appeal of, of waiting, if you haven't used the Cowboys already, does maybe give me a little more, like if I had them available, I don't have them available, it would give me mm-hmm. a little more reason to wait on them. The Dolphins have no value, as you suggested, beyond this mm-hmm. week. Going on the road on a Monday night to play the Saints, no matter what the form of that team is, not a spot where you want to use them with your whole pool hanging in the balance. On the road against Tennessee uh, in Week 17, not a good spot there either. And then home against the Patriots if it goes to Week 18, yeah, no thanks. So <laughs> at least with Dallas, you get a couple other matchups that are are good. I think yeah. even in Week 16, their win percentage, based on the, the Mike Clay chart we talk about each and every week, it's similar to where it is this week, so you can you can wait a week and use one of the pivots that you can't use later if you want to, but mm-hmm. I have a hard time imagining the Giants find a way to, to put a lot of points on the board against that Dallas defense. And it's, it's weird seeing the Cowboys and the Packers having defenses that look like pretty good defenses. <laughs> I, it's jarring to me yeah. to see that from both of those teams. Yeah, right? That is just not what we expect from these teams. Going back like... I don't know, like a decade almost, right? It's mm-hmm. just it's teams that have been consistently competitive and for the Packers case, consistently very good and doing it basically all on offense. So it is a little bit jarring to see those teams come with some real life defenses this season. Um, I'm with you on the Dolphins. Like if I didn't have, if if we were sitting here and of these five teams, if the only ones I had available, I said, obviously I'm taking the Cowboys over the Dolphins. If the only ones I had available, were the Cowboys and the Dolphins, I would probably go Dolphins in this spot, actually, because I would feel like I need the Cowboys down the line. But I also have the 49ers, and they've got a very good spot in Week 17 as well. And so I feel like I can get the Cowboys here, cross my fingers, and hope for the Jets' upset against the Dolphins team that, again, I don't really think it's a risk, but they have a a huge COVID situation going on with their team, too. No healthy running backs as of right now, so we're not exactly sure what that's going to look like going into that game on Sunday. Yeah, I can cross my fingers and hope for that upset and then still have someone in that Week 17 spot in the 49ers when they draw the Texans. And so that's part of the thinking here as well. If you did have, let's just say, in a world where you had all five available, and that's probably not the case for for anyone, but just it's helpful because some people probably have three, some people have four, some people have two. Let's just rank these five. One through five, these five very popular picks that are going to make up a huge share of survivor picks this week. Again, Cardinals over Lions, Dolphins over Jets, Niners over Falcons, Bills over Panthers, and Cowboys over Giants. In a world we have all five of them, how are you ranking them? I'd go Cardinals one because it's so hard to imagine a scenario in which the Cardinals lose to the Lions. So if you have that left, there's a good chance other people in your pool, at least a decent number of them, don't. So if you have the Cardinals, play the Cardinals. That's easy advice. I haven't had them for a long time, so they've been off my radar for for a while. So Cardinals one, a clear number one for me. I think mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm Cowboys. I'm, I'm Cowboys after Dolphins, <laughs> even in the overall rankings. Because I'm still thinking about the future. And I think yeah. when I look at Arizona's future, this is their highest win probability for the rest of the season. And for good reason. Yep. So that's, that's the key difference for me. So I'm going to go Cardinals, Niners, Dolphins, Cowboys, Bills. I think the Bills, the, what's with the Bills right now? They have easier spots coming up in Week 17 and Week mm-hmm. 18. So that's part of the appeal compared to the other teams here. But they just don't seem quite right overall the last month or so. Is it just injuries? Like, What do you make of of the bills at this point in the season, the power rankings still love them. They're still Mm -hmm. number two in the Massey Peabody Mm -hmm. rankings, but something just feels off with them right now. 
Yeah, it's hard to put your finger on, too. Obviously, losing Tredavious White is a huge blow for the defense. It's not just what he does personally, but it's the the domino effect that he has on everyone else and what his absence has on everyone else. So that certainly hurts. And, like, I hate to say it, but I, like – you need at least the threat of a run game. Like, I am not at all an establish-the-run, old-school sort of football person. But you need at least the threat. You need teams to at least respect that you can do something on the ground other than your quarterback doing something to them. And I just think that they've become a little bit too one-dimensional offensively. You did see things click for them in the second half against the Buccaneers. And I feel like that was the time of all, all season where they felt the most like the 2020 Bills offense was that second half against the Bucks. And so I hope they can take some of that going forward. The reason that they would be the the fifth out of five for me this week, DVR, is just because of the Josh Allen injury situation. We're probably not going to know until uh, Saturday, if not Sunday, uh, if he is going for them this week. I would bet on him going, but we're not going to know if he's going or not until the weekend. And it's almost certain that we're going to get a less than 100% Josh Allen. So if you have multiple of these teams available and you have the Bills with just as usable spots down the line, I say there's no reason to use them in a spot where you know Josh Allen is not the full Josh Allen that you expect him to be. That's why they're the they're the fifth out of five for me of this group. Yeah, I think that's that's a huge reason to to bury him for the short term. But I mean, I'm thinking still about week nine, the, a loss to Jacksonville. What a awful <laughs> took team. a lot of people out. That was one of the handful of oh. uh, survivor instances all season long where uh, you had a huge swath of leagues getting cut out by one team. Yeah, an inconceivable upset, right? I mean, uh-huh. it's not even – it's not that they lost. It's how they lost that game. It's only scoring yeah. six points against Jacksonville, right? You right. lose a shootout because of a, a kick return or a uh-huh. defensive touchdown. Like, yep. stuff happens. Happens. Yeah. That happens. But losing a 9-6 game to this Jags team, like that was kind <laughs> of the beginning of the spiral. Like, that close game back against the Titans earlier in the year, fine. Mm-hmm. Getting blown out by the Colts was a concern. They looked – good enough in the second half in week 14 where you could start to say yeah okay they're putting it back together Tampa Bay's a Super Bowl favorite fine the the, the weather conditions in week 13 against New England weird Throw conditions yeah. okay fine it's it's the Jags and, and the blowout against the Colts in week 11 those two games in particular are the games that have me just wondering is this Bills team special or are they just very good and I think I'm leaning a little more towards very good which could still be good enough to get to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl so it's not you know, it's not throwing cold water on their entire season, but I think it, there was a point four or five weeks in where I thought the Bills would be just rolling in layup type matchups, and I don't have that level of confidence in them right now based on what's happened over the last six weeks or so. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's look at this from another angle, DVR. Uh, There's got to be someone who's alive in a 
Survivor League who has used all of these teams. Cardinals have 10 wins. Uh, the Cowboys have nine wins. The Bills have had very usable spots. You and I both use them in week four. This is a team that's played Houston. This is a team that's played Miami. They've had very, very nice spots, even though it's been an up and down season for them. Uh, I used Miami in my one actual Survivor pool a couple of weeks ago when they got the Giants without Daniel Jones. Plenty of people have done that. This, the 49ers, a team that you've used in this pool. So they've been used to in a handful of spots for sure this season. If by some way you have survived this point and have used all five of these teams, who are you turning your attention to? Well, and if you, if you, fortunately, if you avoided my advice in a week that would have been 12 with the Eagles, the, I think the Eagles are that team. They're a touchdown mm-hmm. favorite against Washington. They're at home. They're, I think of the teams that are not part of those most popular five, they are the biggest favorite remaining of that bunch. Yeah. And win probability backs that up. So it's you know uh, it's not something I feel great about, but I think it's a better option than anybody else out there, just based on the simple math involved. Is there anyone else that you think maybe the numbers are not being as kind to as they should? A team that should be a bigger favorite or have a higher win probability that belongs in the conversation? I mean, I feel totally fine about the Buccaneers. At home, Sunday night football against the Saints, an offense that I just don't think is going to be able to keep up with them and a defense that uh, is good, certainly, but it's it's hard to really slow the, down the Buccaneers in such a way that um, that makes you confident that an offense like New Orleans can keep up. So I would feel okay going with them. I don't know if there's really any other mismatch outside of that. I don't know if there's any team that is being looked at as not quite as good as they actually are. There's no – like like – Let's say this game between the Raiders and the and the Browns goes off at some point this week, and the Browns are without Baker Mayfield, and they're without Jarvis Landry, and they're without Wyatt Teller, and they're without Kevin Stefanski on the sideline. Like, would you buy any? Would you any part of you want to take the Raiders in that spot? I don't think so. Even with all that happening, no, because the the Raiders have just gone through so much attrition themselves. Like they're a, yeah. a shell of the team they were when the season mm-hmm. began. So, and, and I think. Uh, Darren Waller, I think, is kind of the last straw for them. Like, when he's yeah. not available for that offense, it just becomes so easy to make Derek Carr's life miserable, and yes. they become one-dimensional, <laughs> and they've got really nothing they can do when they're one-dimensional. I mean, Josh Jacobs is a nice player, but he's not he's not the kind of back that wins a game for you, right? There's a very mm-hmm. short list of players that can do that. It's like Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara, maybe? Three, three running backs that you Handful. can lean on that much? Mm-hmm. So it's not a slight at Jacobs. It's more just like there's just not enough help there. So even even with all of those things possibly happening to the Browns, I still would go somewhere else. I wouldn't just go, eh, the Raiders are slight road favorites. I'd look mm-hmm. somewhere else entirely. I, I'd, I'd say of the games where you have smaller favorites, if I had to really dig deep, Denver at home against Cincinnati, maybe. Ooh, but that's... I, I like Cincinnati in that game. That's it's, it's a, <laughs> Denver's been a trouble spot for me all season. Yeah. When they were rolling early, I was a little too high on them or a little too low on them rather. So I was getting spread picks wrong on them. I started to believe they've started to struggle a little bit more. They've showed some signs of life again more recently. So it just seems like I'm always mm-hmm. a little bit off on Denver, but just again, just based on spreads and the difficulty of playing in Denver, mm-hmm. or the Bengals still being a, a younger team, putting all the pieces together. I guess that's one of the few places with a small point spread where I would turn if I had to just do something totally different because I've burned through the 10 best options on the board. 
Yeah, I mean, realistically, I guess if you've used the five that we're talking about, then maybe you have the Rams still sitting out there. They're comfortable favorites at home against the Seahawks. I, I feel great about the Rams in that spot. It's one thing to you know look look like you're back as the Seahawks against the Houston Texans. A totally different thing to go on the road against the Rams and, and do it. The Packers go to Baltimore this week where they're four-and-a-half-point favorites right now. We're not exactly sure what Lamar Jackson is going to look like if he plays in this game. Uh, it could be Tyler Huntley drawing the start for the Ravens. I would feel all right about the Packers there. I, I think that you know, four-and-a-half is always a, a tricky number when you're talking about uh, just actually betting on the game with the spread, and so that makes you maybe a little bit concerned about where this game goes. But like, can the Ravens really hang with the Packers if it's not Lamar Jackson? I don't think so. So they would be on my radar, too, if somehow I had used all five of these teams. And if you again, if you've used all five of these teams, then you probably do have some of these other very good teams sitting around. Let me throw one more out there, DVR, before we wrap things up here. Just if we're talking, I mean, maybe you used literally all these teams. There's probably someone out there who has. And maybe you don't have the Eagles either. The Jaguars are three and a half point favorites this week. Nope. They're playing the Houston Texans at nope. home. I mean, like, <laughs> how ridiculous is that game? Like, can't, I can't believe that they're favored by three and a half. That, just throw a pick em on it and move on. Three that's and a, a half point a favorites. Yeah. Right? A, they, that team, Jacksonville doesn't have a home field advantage at this point. They just don't. <laughs> and B, Urban Meyer should have left like four weeks ago for a college opening as soon as the best college offer came calling. What what are you doing? No, there's I I'm taking the Texans with three and a half points. I would not touch the Jags and Survivor. <laughs> I, I, and I, this is again, I don't want to use Denver, but mm -hmm. every one of those alternative teams that you mentioned, the Rams, the Bucks, uh, the Packers, I've used all of them. Yeah, I think most people <laughs> have to get to this point. Yeah, it's, so you, you don't really you don't usually get to week fifteen in a Survivor pool by not using. Three obvious Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> right. At some point, <laughs> it was clear to you that that was the right way to go, and, uh -huh. and you just had to do it. So, uh, yeah, Denver is one of those teams. Like I said, they've been a mess for me all year, but just based on the numbers, they're a team I wouldn't have ever really thought to use at this point, and they're, they're supposed to win. So <laughs> there's, your, there's your deep, deep team that I don't feel good about. Dolphins over Jets for you, Cowboys over Giants for me. The one true pick from me and DVR on this episode of the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. We are going to call it a show. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We're back with you, this feed, back with you on Thursday to take a look at Week 15 rankings with Jake Seeley and Brandon Funston. Get those fantasy football playoff lineups ready. For DVR, I'm Michael Beller. Good luck in Survivor this week. We'll be talking to you soon.